think I saw an email today, Mike, uh, that awshop.com is having a, is doing a free shipping for uh, Boxing Day type of clear out. I did. I, I saw something come across my desk. Yeah, I think they got a bunch of CM Punk shirts. They got to get rid of. <laughs> uh, you're gonna buy? Are you gonna buy one? I, I heard they're doing uh, like two for one. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I still got an old WWE CM Punk shirt that I never. Oh, wore. what CM Punk shirt do you have? Uh, it's a gray one with like the red star, and I think it says like "In Punk We Trust" or something. I don't In know. Punk We Trust. I like that. Yeah, because I don't trust him at all. It was probably his second most popular after the white one with the hands. The classic the white with the hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, haven't worn it in a while. And nor, and I don't think you're ever gonna ever again. Probably right. Maybe not. I'll hold on to it, though. Probably not. Probably not. Hold on to your CM Punk shirts. Kids at home. Yeah, if, you kids are, well. if you kids are at home, hold on to your CM Punk shirts. They're going to be worth something one day. <laughs> yeah. Frame it. You might as well frame it because I don't think they're going to be selling anymore. Not selling anymore. CM Punk t-shirts. Episode 206. We're the Shoot Brothers. That's my segue, and I got there. I'm so glad we got there, Mike. Mike Street Shepard, Cameron Osborne, that's me. Happy American Thanksgiving. Happy American Thanksgiving. Uh, they make the way bigger deal of Thanksgiving than I think we do. Uh, uh, it's like a fucking five-day weekend for them. It's not only is it <laughs> not only is it the extra, extra long weekend, but, you know, at least the way that I've heard it, I hear about it through movies and TV shows, is that people, like, like you travel across the country. Like, people will, like, you're well, not missing, like, where I feel like I've missed a Thanksgiving I've missed a bunch of yeah, Thanksgiving in my time. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I mention it every year: planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm not even American, but it's one of my favorite movies. I don't think you, makes I don't me think... understand a bit more. <laughs> I can understand gonna, how much it means to them. I was gonna say I don't think those two are mutually exclusive. Like if you're <laughs> like being Canadian, I mean, you don't have to be American and then liking yeah. planes, trains, and automobiles. But uh, yeah, like to them, the way they treat Thanksgiving is like the way we treat Christmas, pretty much. Yeah, or but and then I wonder, well, Jesus Christ, how do they treat Christmas? I've heard it's lesser of a deal to them. Like obviously, there's the gift exchange, but it's not the big family thing like Thanksgiving is. Really? Who knows? Yeah, some well, people I mean, probably do both. That's a good point. That's a good point, and we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Uh, but folks, we have a great week of uh, professional wrestling action. Of course, um, we're chugging along. Survivor Series is this coming weekend. Uh, but first, we have to get some dirty business uh, from this past weekend. Uh, of course, we're going to AEW land. And uh, let's get into some full gear. Review. Live. Jump right in. Yeah, of course. Yeah, live from uh, New Jersey, the Prudential Center. I believe uh, yeah. home of the devils. The devils. Devils. <laughs> did you see any highlights from the Leafs Devils game last night? Uh, no, I did not. The garbage throwing incident. Ew. No, I didn't see that. It was quite awesome because the Leafs won. They, the New oh, Jersey Devils had New Jersey threw had, garbage on themselves. Uh, yeah, it was at their arena. They got three goals disallowed after challenges. So. Uh, and they were, if they had won, they would have set the new franchise record, 14-game win streak. But the Leafs shut them down, and after the third goal got waved off, the trash just came flying in, and it was disgusting. Really? People people in the front rows were getting dinged in the head by their own fellow New Jerseyans. And <laughs> new Joysons. The Leafs, the Leafs had to leave the ice because, yeah, people were trying to nail them, so they left for a little bit, had to clean the whole thing up. It was 
Really? A spectacle. Wow. God, I'm, I'm going to check out these highlights. Sounds like the uh, the mal it sounds like a malice a in the game. palace. <laughs> Two well, not quite as bad. But I feel like if one more goal had gotten waved off, they probably would have. How, how many goals some... total were waved off? Three, all for New Jersey, which might be a record for most for one team to have. I feel like I feel like that could be a record for most in one game. I mean, now that they have the coach's challenge, it's yeah, it's hard to say, but yeah, three challenges they lost yesterday. Wow. So it was fun. A lot of fun. But anyways, I digress. You digress. Uh, you just don't see that very often. But uh, prior to the New Jersey Devils collapse at the Prudential Center was home to AEW action. A big show, uh, but less matches than, uh, less total matches than um, the, the, the past all out. Now, I, uh, I did not watch the pre-show. Mike, any highlights from there? Um... Well, uh, yeah, I guess we'll mention that, uh, well, they had the tournament, the world title eliminator semifinal, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks. Uh, Starks gets the big win there, so going to the finals. Uh, and then the Eddie Kingston versus Ju Nakayami, that was a really good match as well. And uh, Yeah, Eddie, he was like crying after the match. I think he was so happy that Akiyama was one of his heroes growing up. He loves that. Japanese strong style so yeah two solid matches and then the 10-man tag was just kind of there but whatever Danhausen got the pinfall which was nice he got a win so hey it was a it was a decent pre-show one thing uh it's funny about that Kingston uh Akiyami it that they they have like a uh a John Cena R-Truth style um you know kind <laughs> of thing where um Akiyama is only two years older than Eddie Kingston Wow, yeah. but uh, it looks <laughs> looks up to him as if he's uh, you know. Well, hey, I'm not I'm not saying I'm not saying that's bad or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, it's funny. I would have yeah, I would have guessed he was older, but so. you're like significant. You you would have got you would have thought this guy would have been yeah, like 55 like or something. Ten, yeah, at something least like ten, like years, at least 10 older. years older. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Good for them. <laughs> whatever actually worked. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Um, but uh, the actual show kicks off um with our big steel cage match jungle boy jack perry taking on lucha saurus once upon a time these two shared be be beautiful moments capturing and retaining uh that AEW world tag team championship but the uh the deceitful influence of christian cage and uh a, a double swerve of a shocking betrayal yeah uh, a turn and then a fake turn and, and then a, a real turn and a real turn <laughs> Um, uh, led, led way to this grudge match. Yeah, so yeah, you described it perfectly there. Former partners, former friends. Uh, we go at it right away. Jungle Boy's getting slammed into the cage, head first, busts him open. Real good blade job on this one. He was wearing that crimson mask the rest of the match. Yeah, a little, too, uh, little, little, too, little too deep, but everyone does it. Everyone does it <laughs> once. To a safe degree, yeah. You know, he, he didn't like nick an artery or anything. He was fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he's bleeding. Luchasaurus is just slamming him, rubbing his face all over the cage. And uh, on the outside, Christian Cage, uh, he goes up to one of the referees and just steals the key right out of his pocket, goes and unlocks the door. So uh, the two guys fight outside the cage for a bit. But of course, this isn't WWE, so you don't win by leaving the cage. They just, just did a little exploring, Rich, but they get right Rich, back. Rich, I had to remind myself of that. Uh, pretty quickly, I did have to like wait. What? 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 And then it, it, yeah. it did remind me. Because uh, yeah, we haven't seen too many of these steel cage matches, so maybe it's not like ingrained in us yet. 
Yeah. So the and they also use that time. Luchasaurus grabs a bunch of chairs, a table, throws them all in the ring. Uh, he sets up the chair, but then Jungle Boy hits the ropes, jumps off the chair, hits a big destroyer onto Luchasaurus, and then he hits the kill switch onto the chair, makes the cover, but Luchasaurus kicks out. Big near fall there. Uh, and then Lucha picks up Jungle Boy, choke slams him onto the seated chair, and this thing just explodes on impact. So uh, both guys are down. They're hurt. Uh, then they do a double sit-up, like Undertaker and Kane. They both sit up. Uh, Lucha's got the black mask. Jungle Boy's got the red mask on. <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that's a good point. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, and then Jungle Boy hits a big pile driver, and then Luchasaurus hits a tombstone pile driver. So, yeah, the, the, the Undertaker Kane thing. I was getting some vibes of that here. but. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, so they both hit their pile drivers, and then we lead up to the big finale. We got the table set up. Jungle Boy hits Luchasaurus in the head with a chair shot lays him out on the table he climbs all the way to the top of the cage this very tall cage probably an extra foot or two than the, the standard wwe cage i would say i think it yeah but. it definitely is taller and we've seen uh well yeah it was tall enough for cody to break his toe when he uh when he came <laughs> out that one time yeah so jack perry climbs to the top of the cage he hits a massive Shawn michaels elbow drop onto lucha breaking the table what a bump Kinda, he, uh, he like half missed it though. He hit him all with his elbows, like it none was, of his body. It was all elbow, no body. So the way his body kind of ended up hitting the mat was a little like he, he took hit, it on the hip. Yeah, like he <laughs> hit the ground before Luchasaurus hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, but the table still broke. Table still broke. Table still broke. Imagine if it didn't yeah. though. We'd we'd be talking. That about would it. have been. We'd be talking yeah. about it. <laughs> and then right after, he just jumps on him with a snare trap. And the dinosaur has nowhere to go. He taps out. So Mr. Jack Perry gets the win. Awesome match. Great way to open the show. Great way. Yeah, kick it off with the big, uh, maybe logistically, you know, kick off with the big steel cage match. So then you can kind of like, you pull it up and you get rid of it. Maybe there's some yeah, kind of a process. I think their cage is... I think theirs is different too, where it's not like hung. I think they actually put up each wall. That's kind of the thing, it. right? You know, give them a little bit of time maybe uh, to like remove the actual structure, however that works. I'm sure the live crowd uh, got a great show by some hardworking uh, technicians, which I love to see. Yeah. Um, next up on the card here is our big, hotly anticipated AW World Trios. Uh, match because of course Death Triangle, the team of Pac, uh, Penta, and Ray Fenix taking on the returned Relite. Uh, <laughs> Relite. The Relite. I said returned Um yeah. What was I? What was I thinking? What was I thinking? Uh, Death Triangle comes out first, and because uh, you know, of course, we got to get the all blackout return yeah. moment for the Elite. Uh, coming out to carry on my wayward son, it was huge. The colors were popping. Was... The video screens were everywhere. The crowd was nuts. The the pyro was there, right on the yeah, this don't is you amazing. cry no more. It. it was perfect. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. You could tell how happy they were to be back. The crowd singing. Matt Jackson was singing every single word. And yeah, uh, Nick Jackson's uh, doing a little Kyle O'Reilly air guitar down to the ring. <laughs> what a cool 
fucking this was amazing it was i know remember how we said we had said or we had touched on it last week like just having death triangle announce that the elite's back felt a little lackluster this this i don't know somehow just a simple blackout to opening made up for it and then some yeah and just an epic classic rock and just the too. colors were pop. They had, they, I think they had four video screens here, or they had five video screens here. So there's two up top that say the Young Bucks, the two on the side say Kenny Omega, the one in the middle says the Elite. The colors are there, the pyro, <laughs> uh, yeah. and yeah. So one entrance, definitely just wa- rewatched that entrance a few times. Um, and uh, this I, is, uh, I think that this is, is a gonna shooty. be their theme. I think, I think best yeah, the, entrance yeah, is a but, shooty. <laughs> yeah, it is. This definitely uh, can qualify, and they. They came out to it again on Wednesday, so I think uh, Tony Khan's put the money down. That he's paying, yeah, they- he's he's paying Kansas, baby. Kansas yeah. is getting paid, but we do have this match, um, and uh, we get that full AEW trios party, as I'm just kind of calling it now. Oh, it's yeah. not it, these aren't this isn't a tri- <laughs> this isn't a six man tag. No, they're parties. And the crowd right away showing their love. They start chanting "fuck CM Punk" and then some Colt Cabana Fuck chants. CM, yeah, Colt Cabana was getting chants. A "fuck CM Punk," "fuck CM Punk." Yeah. Love seeing great. it. Love it. Fuck that guy. Uh, so yeah, this match, like you said, just a party, nonstop action. People were flying. There were reversals, counters, super kicks left and right. Uh, it's too. There was too yeah. much to. There was too much <laughs> yeah, to like all, really but. kind of uh, pick up on, um, you know, just because, yeah, these guys know how to go back and forth. Really, this is the Pac show in a lot of ways. We've seen these teams and these men do individual bits of incredible things, but this is Pac's time to shine, I really think. Yeah, I mean, he was all over the place. He even gets his nose broken at one point. At one point. Bleeding out. <laughs> Yeah, and then, uh, of course, Kenny's doing his thing, those Snapdragon suplexes, the Terminator, Topek, and Hero. Uh, Matt hits a big Tornado DDT to Phoenix, spikes him on the apron, and then maybe the craziest spot of the match is when Nick Jackson and Ray Phoenix are on the top rope, and then Nick just jumps, hits a huge Hurricane Rana off the top to the floor. But he landed on the floor. Yeah, like no one caught him. He just like Nobody landed on his stomach. Him. That was that was one of the craziest. That was one of the craziest maneuvers I've ever seen. Yeah, insane. Uh, and then later on, all three members of Death Triangle they uh, pick up the elite, and we get a triple tombstone a tri- from all three of them. A triple tombstone. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Phoenix and Penta go on the top rope. Phoenix stands on Penta's shoulders, hits a big splash, and then Penta jumps off him, hits a destroyer, and then Pack hits the Black Arrow, applies the Brutalizer onto Kenny, but uh, Nick breaks it up. And then a bit later, when the referee's checking on Penta, Pack tosses the ring hammer, the ring bell hammer, into Phoenix, but he says no and throws it back. He doesn't want to cheat. Uh, so Kenny hits him with the Tiger Driver 98, but he kicks out of that. So the crowd's chanting, fight forever. Elite hit the BTE trigger, but that pin gets broken up. And then finally, uh, Kenny's got Phoenix on the ropes. He hits him with the V trigger. Uh, and while he's kind of still on the ropes, Pack goes up. He puts the hammer in Phoenix's hands. Kenny picks him up for the one-winged angel, but midair, Phoenix reluctantly uses the hammer, strikes Kenny in the head, rolls him up, gets the three. Death Triangle retain. 
Phoenix has embraced the dark side. Embrace the yeah, and and that's and that's what this has to be. This isn't a. This is no longer a spot happy party, which is what I'm calling these matches now. Uh, (laughs) We've called them spot fests. Spot fest, I think, has a good name, but I think spot party uh, is even better. And you know, this can (laughs) develop. This can develop. You know, it's this shocking outcome from Ray Fenix. Somebody who, although he's had all those opportunities or whatever, is probably pretty babyface throughout his AEW run. Yeah, and definitely the most babyface of Death Triangle. Pox the heel, Penta's kind of in the middle. He could swing either way, but uh, yeah, I mean, he 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 saw no other way. He had to cheat to win here, but uh, I still I give this one five stars. This wow, a mic five. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is one of the. One of the top matches of the year right now. It's in contention. I'll say that. Yeah, Mike, I'd have to agree. We all know that my five-star uh, standard is a little bit less than yours. Or, yeah, <laughs> a little bit less. Um, yeah, dude, what a fucking match. And, uh, you know, when we were predicting this card last week, I had brought up the suggestion of having the Elite lose. And I said to you, and Mike, I think I, and I said, Mike, you know, is it optically good to have them win right off the bat? Is it the right decision? Are they still kind of being punched or whatever? And you said, nope. Well, I think I said, but. No, I said, but if Death Triangle win, it's because Phoenix uses the hammer. I think okay, oh, okay, I might have to go back in the tapes and check that <laughs> one. Uh, but uh, you are right. One incredible trios match. Uh, more on that to come. Yeah. And, of course, that finish leaves you uh, wanting to see the Elite win even more. And right after, they announced that this is now a best-of-seven series. And this is this counts as match one, so Death Triangle are up one to nothing. So we're just going to get seven five-star matches uh, between <laughs> now and I think uh, the, well, ga- the Game 7, if necessary, falls just after New Year's. So it's kind of, I yeah. think there's a couple weeks off there or something. Yeah, they'll they'll do them every other dynamite or something like that. Who knows? But uh, yeah, we'll 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 keep an eye on this. Uh, obviously, I mean the first match is gonna be hard to follow, but if anyone can do it, it's the it's can. the best wrestlers on the planet. Next up, uh, we're gonna challenge for our TBS championship. Jade Cargill and uh, Nyla Rose. Jade Cargill, the TBS champion, and uh, Nyla Rose, the now Mike, watch my fingers. Big air quotes. TBS <laughs> champion, because uh, as we the know, Nyla Rose, yeah, Nyla Rose has been has <laughs> stole the belt from her for a long time. Uh, they come down to the ring. Um, uh, Jade Cargill with a was it a He-Man costume? Is that what this was? Thundercats. Thundercats. I knew I was close, and I didn't want to look yeah. it up. Eighties cartoon. I knew I was close, and I really didn't want to Google it. I thought I could, you know, yeah. give that my to myself. Uh, I, I yeah. every single Jade Cargill outfit. Is she's always fantastic. Uh, it was yeah. it was she Hulk a lot last, of work. It was she Hulk last time. Um, Thundercats this time. Yeah, I think she was Storm once mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, so yeah, that was cool. She puts in a lot of work, and uh, even Nyla got a special entrance. She came out in a low rider like Eddie Guerrero. And one thing I thought was really interesting. I don't know if you noticed, Vicky Guerrero was wearing a Rhea Ripley shirt. I did not notice that. No said i'm your mommy like obviously it's a parody of the old eddie shirt but that's a wwe but that is a w yeah i wonder uh huh that's interesting that's funny that's funny is the is the uh i'm your mommy shirt new um i mean it's within the last month or two i guess whenever this whole thing with dominic started yeah that's a good point that's a good point uh but anyways yeah so some fun entrances there uh 
yeah, tough spot following those two hot matches, but, uh, you know, they kept it not too long. And Nyla gets some moves in, throws her weight around. Uh, they start stealing each other's moves. Jade hits a monster bomb. Nyla hits the jaded. Uh, and then eventually Jade hits uh, the, the pump kick and the jaded gets the win. So she retains. She's 42 and 0. 42 and 0. See, like I swear, three months ago it was 39 and 0. Uh, yeah, they've slowed down. I don't see why they don't just have rack them up. I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna stop. Like we could be at 80 and 0 right now. She just killed people on dark in a minute every week. Yeah, you would think it's kind of like because slowing down the streak makes the streak like feel di feel different. It hits different this streak. Yeah, you know, it's not Goldberg's 162 and 0. Oh my yeah. god, it's gonna take us forever to get 162 and 0. Yeah, she'll never get there. Yeah, she's only but, ever won. She's she uh she lost or she got eliminated in the All Out 2021 Battle Royal. Yeah, but they don't count that. So and that's the only match on the that's the only match on the L column. Uh, even when with Shaq, she won. That's her, her big <laughs> debut. Yeah. So uh, yeah, as expected, she gets the win here. Hopefully, we can get a a more interesting challenger for the next one. Yeah, hopefully, uh, it, it's tough. Yeah, there, it's, it's tough to build that unbeatable monster kind of thing, right? You know, I guess probably sometimes it works. Sometimes I guess Goldberg it worked, but he definitely wasn't the WCW champion when he was had that streak, right? Or just for like a small. Portion it was like of halfway that. through. Exa yeah, exactly. Like half yeah, and we kind of made her the champion already. And then it's yeah, like, it's well, kind of, it's it's tough because you bring in this new belt, but then it's kind of like you can't do anything with it. And then it's like, hey, Diamante, yeah, it's your shot. You have a legit <laughs> chance. Uh, yeah. Or even like Roman has been booked as a fucking monster, but all these every, every story has been great. You know, we need to get. Yeah, we're so and, we're you know, so close. There's moments where you believe. There's moments where you believe he could lose, but he manages to find. We're a way. so close to all the pieces working to working together, but just not quite. Yeah. She's a great athlete, but uh, yeah, needs something more. Next but, up, uh, anyways. Next up on the card, yeah, uh, our Ring of Honor World Championships on the line, Fatal Four Way. So this is between Chris Jericho, your champion, uh, Brian Danielson, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara, the only person there who's never held the championship. But uh, hey, you know um, the the build to this match, uh, I would say, as MJF would say, was probably mid. <laughs> uh, we had a couple, yeah, we had a a couple tags, I think, and then that sort of led to where we are right now. Yeah, but then the match itself, oh boy, this one delivered, I'd say. I, uh, and, I, and I would agree. It was kind of funny. It starts off almost like a tornado tag where you had the Jericho Society versus the Blackpool Combat Club kind of working together at first, and uh, yeah, everyone's just chopping and uppercutting the shit out of each other, but... Uh, yeah, eventually Claudio O'Brien clear the ring. They shake hands and they start fighting because only one guy can win. No teams in a world title match. The crowd was loving this moment. Yeah, there was like chop, uppercut, uppercut, chop, chop, uppercut, just back and forth. Uh, then Jericho and Sammy get back in the ring. Uh, at one point, Jericho hits a, a John Cena attitude adjustment onto Brian, and he kind of points at Sammy like back off as I as he makes the cover, but Brian kicks out. Sammy's looking annoyed after being asked to just let Jericho win, and he gets even more frustrated after he, he hits a Spanish fly on Brian, and then Jericho comes in with the lion salt, lands on both of them, hitting Sammy, and then, uh, 
Yeah, later Jericho hits Claudio with the code breaker, makes the pin, but Sammy yanks him off. So some tension between these two now, and they end up coming to blows. And uh, Sammy hits Chris with his own code breaker. Jericho puts Sammy in the walls. And then later on, uh, yeah, later on, they act like they've made up. They hug, but then he picks up. Jericho hits the GTH, follows with a shooting star press. But Jericho kicks out. Huge near fall there. So uh, we're late in the match. The crowd's on their feet. Uh, Claudio just picks Sammy up over his head and just tosses him to the floor. Turns around right into a boost psycho knee from Brian. But Claudio kicks out. So we're really heating up. And uh, yeah, a bit later, Claudio gets some revenge on Brian. Hits the neutralizer on the floor. Back in the ring, Claudio hits the big swing on Sammy. But mid-swing, Jericho jumps in. Hits Claudio with the Judas Effect. Didn't quite get all of it, so he picks him up. Hits a second Judas Effect. And that gives Chris Jericho the hard-fought win. Retains the Ring of Honor title. And, yeah, man, what an awesome match. This pay-per-view is on a roll at this point. And, uh, yeah, we're halfway through the show. This thing is on a roll. Yeah, you're right. The Busaiku uh, Nui, uh, I thought that was it. I thought that was it. That was my stand-up on the fucking couch <laughs> moment. Uh, there was a couple. Danielson yeah. taking his uh, taking that Spanish fly, the neutralizer on Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Bryan Danielson. Yeah. God damn. No, I mean, this I think this is at this point when I texted you, I'm like, this might be pay per view of the year. It's on pace right <laughs> like, now. We are on because three out of four matches, like, damn, they've they've all been hell of a. We are on yeah, fire. Spanish. Yeah. Uh, so let's yeah. keep uh, let's let's keep the train rolling. Congratulations, Chris Jericho. We are moving on uh, to hotly anticipated match. Nothing but pride on the line. Soraya taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, in uh, Soraya's first match. Five years. Five years. Yeah. It was uh, it was Sasha Banks's ferocious drop kick to the back of the head that uh, put her <laughs> out. <laughs> hey, I'm just. I think it was more her fragile neck i'm just calling facts uh i'm just calling i'm just you know just just you know how it happened uh but her whole family was ringside uh at least her brother or at least okay was it the whole okay i I swear there was a i mean i think it was a brother and a girlfriend i think yeah okay something like that maybe that's what it was i don't know but either way uh fairly split crowd between the two um not like they were booing soraya but there was definitely plenty of DMD chance and uh, it seemed at times they were almost scared for Soraya like they were a bit quiet like anytime she'd take a big bump they were like <gasps> well okay, to be fair to be far uh, yeah. you and I have watched our fair share of Brian Danielson matches where we have thought the exact same thing yeah no I mean I'm not <laughs> complaining I'm, I'm, just, I'm glad she didn't get booed or anything like that remember and, when Edge took that destroyer <laughs> it was awesome, was awesome. but uh <laughs> terrifying uh yeah, so early on, Britt's got Soraya like hanging off the apron, hits a big swinging neckbreaker to the floor, and yeah, that's kind of the story of the match. Britt's just going after that surgically repaired neck, uh, but Soraya fights back, hits the page turner, her old finisher, now called the nightcap for a big near fall, and uh, but then Britt comes back with a curb stomp, Soraya kicks out at two, uh, and then Soraya hits the rampage, a little package DDT, but Britt kicks out of that, so... They're kicking it into high gear now. A bunch of near falls. And Britt hits another curb stomp. But again, Soraya kicks out. And then finally, Soraya just hits a huge knee strike to the head. And then two more of those package rampage DDTs. Uh, and that finishes the job. Soraya gets the big win. 
in yeah we we anticipate we definitely anticipated this victory uh more than anything yeah. super emotional for uh force Rea coming out and even uh after the after the three yeah. counts this Very is nice this is see. the get back into it match kind of thing uh yeah i'm happy for her she did well you know they didn't steal the show or anything but it wasn't supposed to they they got through it everything was fine there was no botches and so you know and good. i think you know and i let we i think these two could probably move on and then the future is the future one yeah, of one of these somewhere. two has to take on that TBS championship. One of them has to. Yeah. There's too much. The, the top of the TN or the AEW Women's Championship is just too crowded. So we need to split them up a little bit. And I can think of, uh, I think at some point during the show, they announced that they're coming to the UK. So mm. what better time to have Soraya challenged back in her home country? Defeat Jade Cargill in fucking. Maybe uh, not. Or maybe just challenge. Jamie Hayter for the belt. I don't know. Whatever though. Whatever they want to do. Yeah, I did see Either that. Way, Very exciting too. Uh, just you know, mo- going off. It's nice to see that the first international show has sparked a uh, further interest. Yeah, they're finally hitting some new markets. I think they're going to Seattle and more on the West Coast. So it's nice to see. Great to see. I heard, <laughs> I heard uh, an interview about him uh, with Tony Khan uh, about Montreal. Somebody, had, somebody at Full Gear asked about Montreal. Yeah, I mean they might as well. Next yeah. Time. Just do a whole little tour, Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal. Nah, yeah, that, well, that's exactly what he said. You know, logistically, <laughs> I, I can understand logistically moving a show out of America. You know, there's other factors, like, you know, other factors that we don't think about. But yeah, he's but, you've, uh, we've proven that we can do it, so let's do it again. Next up yeah, on Get it done. Next up on the card uh, is our big sloppy meat match. Uh, for that TNT championship, we have Wardlow taking on Powerhouse Hobbs and Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, your uh, Ring of Honor World Television Champion, whatever that means. Yeah, whatever that means. But uh, yeah, like you said, just a lot of beef, slapping each other, meat, uh, meat, just <laughs> throwing around, slappy meats. Uh, Samoa Joe hits a big suicide dive to the floor. Uh, Hobbs hits the big spine buster to Wardlow, but he kicks out. He fights back, and then he starts hitting Hobbs with the Powerbomb Symphony. So he hits three Powerbombs in a row, but then Samoa Joe runs in, nails Wardlow with the TV title right in the head, jumps onto Hobbs, puts him in the Coquina Clutch. Hobbs is out. Samoa Joe, new TNT champion. Least likely of the uh, outcomes that I had seen. Yeah, I was surprised, but uh, also happy. I always like Samoa Joe. And, and you know what? On yeah. this time, this was one of the maybe the first time. Maybe I've thought about it before. Maybe not. I was bored by that powerbomb symphony. I didn't care about it anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, Wardlow, his whole buildup to leaving MJF and winning the title was great. But then since then, it's kind of just been the same thing every week. <sighs> yeah, no, moves, no, powerbomb, re- no real development. Uh, yeah, you know, he. I don't. I just don't want him to turn into Braun Strowman. He's too good to become Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully this can shake things up a little bit. Uh, I feel like maybe this, uh, maybe they could unify the TNT and the TV title because Ring of Honor has a bit too many. Titles. Well, well, Ring of Honor, <laughs> they're they're they have a couple pay per views still to close out their year, and I think every every indication sounds like they're they're trying to do a show in in twenty twenty three. You know, like a weekly television show. Yeah, no, I mean I get that, but uh, like between the TV title and the pure title. Like, you don't need both of those. Mm. Oh, well. I don't know. Maybe they'll have a rematch for this title at Ring of Honor. The team, oh, that'd be winner cool. Winner takes all. That'd be cool. Titles. Winner takes Who knows? all. That kind of thing. 
Next yeah. up on the card is a no DQ, no count out tag team yeah, match. They announced that on the buy-in, I think. That they it was added that oh, okay. They added a little step here. We have Sting and Darby Allen taking on Jeff Jarrett, Double J's, Double J's, Double A's, Double R's, Double E's, Double T's, and Jay Lethal. <laughs> um, one J, one L. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Darby comes out on his skateboard, starts swinging at everyone. Uh, then Sting shows up behind Jeff Jarrett, and uh, he was kind of wearing grandpa clothes. It was like plain back pants and a black sweater, not even a Scorpion logo. Well, he was He's wearing a similar getup. To remember when he popped off his shirt? He, I yeah, thought, but I this thought time the, he... I thought the shirt would be getting popped <laughs> off. No, he's added layers, but, you know, he's an old man. It's November. Maybe he gets cold. He gets chilly these days. <laughs> it's know. cold in New Jersey. I was just, there was not a single Scorpion logo, which was kind of weird. So. But whatever. He's still staying. Crowd was pumped. Uh, we get some more weapons at the top of the stage. Darby sets up a ladder. He climbs up, jumps off the ladder for a coffin drop onto Lethal. But the giant Satnam Singh just catches him with ease and just chucks him away. Hits a big crucifix bomb on the ramp and... Uh, of course, on the other side of the arena, Sting has made his way into the crowd. You know he's climbing that balcony for his token dive of the night. Uh, and this one, he almost he like overshot it, almost landed on his head. A little scary. It was a good. But, he's uh, been training harder. Yeah, he he underestimated his own strength, but he's fine. Hits the big dive. Uh, we finally get everyone into the ring. Uh, Satnam Singh's still there. Hits Sting with a big choke slam, and then later. Darby goes for a coffin drop, but Jeff Jarrett nails him midair with the guitar, explodes it on his back. Uh, and then, yeah, Sing just keeps trying to interfere, but then Sting grabs him for the scorpion death drop, and while he's holding him, Darby jumps in, so we get a coffin drop, death drop. Nice double team <laughs> move there to take out the giant. Coffin drop, death lock. Yeah. And I gotta say, Singh, you know, he was actually looking decent. He was moving all right, so. Yeah, he was out there. He was contributing. Yeah, I know they got plans for this giant. He's uh, he's uh, clearly the biggest guy on the roster. They want kind of have their Omos kind of guy, but they're protecting him. He hasn't had an actual match, so mm. he did good. He did good. Uh, and then yeah, Lethal goes for the lethal injection, but Sting catches him with the Scorpion Death Drop, and then Cody hits the Coffin Drop, the double whammy that gives them the win. And uh, with this, Sting remains undefeated in AEW, 12-0. Wow, one of the few uh, yeah. undefeated All... people. And he's only exclusively been in tag matches so far. Yeah, uh, I guess that's also it. Uh, yeah, this one, all these Sting matches are rolling into one for me now. Uh, yeah. And I, 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 I don't uh... feel emotional or anything about it at all anymore i don't know no but i'm sure if we were there live to see sting would be pretty of cool, course but. of course it would be fun however um but yeah out of the 12 and 0 i yeah i wouldn't be able to tell them a lot of them apart not at all <laughs> exactly yeah but uh yeah it was fine next up um we have our interim aw women's interim world championship match the interim champion Tony Storm taking on uh, crowd favorite uh, Jamie Hayter. A lot of intensity real early on. Yeah, this was another great match. Uh, yeah, like you said, crowd super into Hayter, just so naturally. Such an organic build she's had. I mean, she's still technically a heel, but everyone just loves her. And yeah. Tony's no slouch either. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's exactly oh, it. The two former friends 
the Aussies yeah, and the British former, counterparts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, great performance from both of them here. Uh, Tony gets her nose busted open at one point, and then uh, you have Rebel come running down to the ring, and Hater distracts the ref. Rebel grabs the title, nails Tony in the head. Hater follows up with a big lariat, but Tony kicks out. So uh, Rebel jumps on the apron. The ref sees her, ejects her from ringside. Jamie goes for the ripcord lariat, but Tony ducks, hits her own ripcord lariat for a big near fall there. And then later on again, Tony gets thrown to the floor. Uh, she lands right over top of the woman's title, and that's when Britt Baker comes running in, curb stomps her onto the belt, throws her back in the ring. Jamie hits the storm zero, but Tony kicks out. Crowd's going nuts. I was going nuts. Uh, they're chanting for Jamie. Uh, but then Tony catches her, hits a German suplex, and then hits the Storm Zero for herself. But Jamie Hayter kicks out. And, uh, yeah, Britt Baker is still out there. She jumps on the apron, distracts Tony. Hayter hits the hate breaker. Tony kicks out again. <laughs> so they were just really giving it their all here. Uh, and then finally, Britt, she removes one of the turnbuckle pads, exposes the steel. Tony gets thrown into it head first, and then Hayter hits the ripcord lariat. Finally gets the three count new interim women's champion. I loved it. Great match. Great. The crowd was into this. Uh, the crowd was full into this. Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, I mean, uh, during the night, I loved the match. But then I was like, fuck, it's still the interim shit. But thankfully, on Wednesday, they announced that uh, retroactively, this is now the official title. Tony Storm counts as a champ. Jamie Hayter's now the official champ. Mm -hmm. So. At least they fixed all that, but uh, they fixed all the confusion. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. Um, Tony Storm still the still the uh, l least amount of rain. The the shortest shortest. <laughs> Why couldn't that word come to me? Still the shortest <laughs> rain out of it all. You know, it's it's great that she got it on her uh, stamped on her back, but just well, you know about two and a half months. Yeah, but uh, this is certainly one that they could go back to because yeah, it was an awesome awesome match. Next here on the card, uh, we are challenging for our uh, AW World Tag Team Championships. Um, our the champions, the acclaimed, taking on Swerve in Our Glory. It's the third bout between these uh, between these two teams. Uh, did not yeah. disappoint. Acclaimed over as hell as always. Yeah, everyone's scissoring and singing, and uh, Keith Lee dressing up a little bit. He was dressed as uh, Snake from Metal Gear Solid. I did not catch that. For those wondering. Okay, for those wondering, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, of course, these two teams, great chemistry here. Just another quality match. Uh, Bowens hits a big reverse Rana on Keith Lee. And then at one point, Swerve grobs and he goes and grabs a guardrail, sets it up against the ring apron. Uh, but then Max Caster ends up, he jumps off the top rope, hits Keith Lee with a crossbody, knocks him off the apron onto the guardrail, bending it in half. Uh, so those two are out of the match for a bit. Back in the ring, Swerve goes on a roll. He hits that house call, the kick to the back of the head, four times in a row on Anthony Bowens, but he kicks out. And then uh, Keith Lee gets in there. Him and Swerve, they hit their finisher, the fall from glory, but Caster kicks out. And that's when Swerve grows. He goes to grab the pliers, ready to break some fingers like he did to, to Billy Gunn. And that's when Billy himself <laughs> runs out to a big pop. Uh, but before he can get involved, the officials, they all stop him. And uh, well, the ref's kind of busy dealing with that. Swerve hands Lee the pliers, tells him to use them on Bowens. 
But Keith Lee ain't having it. He takes the pliers, throws them away, says, I can't win like that. So Swerve slaps him in the face. And Keith Lee's had enough. He picks up Bowens, pats him on the back. He's like, you got this, kid. And he just walks out on the match. So Swerve's all alone now. The Acclaim hit them with their... They pulled out a new finisher. Uh, I don't know what they called it. It was kind of like a magic killer type of move, but that gives them the win. The Acclaimed retain. The Acclaimed retain like they should have. The pop when Keith Lee was, uh, started walking away was awesome. <laughs> Everybody yeah. unanimously agreed Yes, the limitless one should be leaving. Uh, to, you know, let, letting letting Swerve fend for himself. It was awesome. Yeah, great moment. Good match. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Next up, our final headliner, our big final match of the night uh, for our AW World Championship. The champ, John Moxley, taking on Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF. Uh, is cashing in his poker chip, folks. The greatest trick the Dever ever pulled was convincing the world he did not exist. Yeah, and we're in New Jersey, so the devil, you know, it's all relevant. The New Jersey devil. It's all relevant. And, uh, you know, I think going in, we all figured the crowd would be leaning towards MJF, but this was like a a 99 to 1 split. Yeah, Moxley getting (laughs) booze out there for probably the first time in his AEW career. Yeah. Not not boo-boos, but booze because you're not the guy we want. Yeah, we don't want you winning this match. And maybe some of it was because of those red pants he was wearing. (laughs) Yeah, interesting (laughs) time to choose a new uh, ring gear. Yeah, but Mox, he played into it perfectly. He was healing it up throughout. He was giving the crowd the finger. And uh, yeah, they both just like MJF was doing the baby face spots. They were booing every time. Every time Moxley gets offense in, they're booing him and cheering everything Maxwell done. So, yeah, yeah. He, he he everything he did was right. For, yeah, for this storytelling crowd. in this match, yeah, just perfect. Uh, then some big spots. He had MJF hits Moxley with a tombstone on the apron. Third match of the night where we saw a tombstone. This was <laughs> well. I guess the only place, the, only, the last place we had was on the apron. <laughs> That's that, true. that was the yeah, last we place had we had to do it. Yeah. Uh, So anyways, he hits the tombstone, but upon landing, he starts clutching at his knee. He's hurt himself. Oh, no. uh, That gives him an easy target for Moxley to work over. Uh, And then he goes and grabs a timekeeper's table. We set it up beside the ring for another crazy spot when Moxley just hits a leaping pile driver to MJF through the table on the floor. Crazy bump there. Uh... Yeah, so Moxley gets back in the ring. The ref starts counting, ready to count MJF out. But, of course, he gets there just before 10, but walks right into a paradigm shift from Moxley. But, thankfully, he kicks out of that. Uh, Then he starts going on a roll. He hits Moxley with the Heat Seeker, but Mox kicks out. And, uh, yeah, once again, Mox goes after the injured knee. The crowd's chanting, fuck you, Moxley. Uh... And then they both climb up to the top rope for Moxley to hit an avalanche paradigm shift. Makes the cover, but Maxwell is just able to get fingertips on the ropes to save the match there. Imagine they were like a centimeter away and he missed. And he missed it. <laughs> those those br- rope breaks always get me. I always wonder, yeah, uh, what if? <laughs> what if? There was, a, there was a Seth Rollins rope break not too long ago where he got a single finger. Yeah. It was a pinky finger. It was like, you know, the margin. I think Kevin Owens, too. Kevin Owens did one. You know, the margin of error yeah. on that? 
I know, just a finger. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, so we continue. Moxley goes for the big lariat, but MJF pulls the ref in the way, so he's knocked out. And uh, while the ref's down, MJF pulls out the dynamite diamond ring. He goes to put it on, but that's when William Regal comes out to the ring and says, Don't you do it! So Max reluctantly takes the ring off, throws it down, but turns around. Moxley puts him in a sleeper hold. Uh, and this is when the second referee comes into the ring. But this idiot gets right in the way, takes an elbow from Moxley to the head. So he's out. Two refs down. Moxley gets MJF into the bulldog choke. And MJF is tapping out. But still no referee there to see it. So Regal yells to Moxley. He says, go get the ref. Wake him up. So as Moxley turns around, Regal pulls out the brass knuckles. Slides him into MJF. The crowd's roaring. He puts him on. Nails Moxley in the head. Makes the cover just as the referee recovers. Counts the one, two, three. MJF, new world champion. You were right. Gotta love it. You were right, Mike. <laughs> yeah, but it, uh, yeah, even though I predicted it, did not take away any enjoyment whatsoever. Awesome moment. The crowd's roaring. Nobody cares that he cheated. We all wanted to see this. And yeah, I love it. Yes, it'll be, uh, we, we saw this coming. Uh, can't help but wonder, you know, was, was he supposed to go over on, uh, on Punk? I think so. I think he should, no matter what. Either, uh, yeah, it would have been the right thing to you do. Think he, but, you think he uh, would have well, gone, you think he would have gone over either way? I think so. Maybe, uh, yeah, but who knows if William Regal would have been involved or not, because he was associated with the Black That's Bull a good comic. point, yeah. William knows? Regal's involvement... Uh, Maybe it would have been Ace Steel with the... <laughs> with his weird teeth. Biting, biting. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, great main event. Uh, amazing pay-per-view. This is very light. This is, it's basically a two-horse race for pay-per-view of the year between this and Clash of the Castle for me at this point. Clash? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, Clash was, a, uh, was an incredible show. One of the, like one of the best yeah. crowds you will see in a, uh, for a wrestling show. Yeah. But this, like, literally, fuck, so many good matches, almost all of them delivered big time. Like, there was not a bad match, but, like, half the matches, I feel, were over, like, four and a half stars. <laughs> wow, yeah. Love Between this, the women's title match, the cage match, the fatal four-way, the trios match, like, damn, there was just a lot of yeah. amazing wrestling on this Yeah, show. would love to see what Uncle Dave has to say um, about this one, because you are right, yeah. you are right. I feel like this is a good, This, you know, after all the shit, after All Out, there was kind of some negative stuff going on, but this feels like a big rebound, a big, like everyone's happy, this was great, no complaints, awesome night, awesome pay-per-view. Agreed, agreed. Top down, I think all that was behind us, short of a couple fuck CM Punk chants, uh, which... Uh, well, even those were great. Even those were great, because, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if you saw the episode of being the elite on Monday, where they threw those in. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I uh, I, I, sk I skimmed through BTE. I pretty much only watched yeah. the stuff that the Bucks are doing. It was funny when they were showing the highlights from the trios match. The, there was like music playing in the background, and then they cut it out during the fuck CM Punk change yeah, for like ten seconds, and then put Cutler it. goes back to it. <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect stuff. Uh, but yeah, that was full gear, and it really was full of awesomeness yeah it was an incredible show an incredible show to be expected uh what a great one let's uh let's move on else through our wrestling how about 
Uh, let's move our way through the weekend. How about we get ourselves over to Monday Night Raw? Let's get raw. Let's get raw. Because uh, Survivor Series is this coming weekend. Most of our plans, I think, are set. You know, I think we still have a TBD in the uh, in the Survivor Series uh, or like the women's War Games match, but uh, things are moving along uh, nicely. So this show kicks off uh, with none other than Kevin Owens. Um, That's right. Returning after, you know, I mean, I guess he'd kind of been out for a little while. We were hoping he wasn't going to be out too long. He came back last week. Um, yeah. And now he's uh, here. Giving us our promo about why he is joining the War Games match, specifically focused about taking out Roman Reigns. That's right. You know, he says, if it wasn't for the bloodline, I would have ended that title reign before it even began. And, uh, you know, he says, I still consider Sammy a brother. So whatever's going on with him is his problem. He's not the one I'm after. And, uh, yeah, then he brings out his teammates. We get Drew and the Brawling Brutes and crowds all hyped to see everyone there and yeah, they all just kind of take turns speaking. The Judgment Day interrupts, and Rhea says, after Survivor Series, people are only going to be talking about me destroying the Women's War Games match. Dominic tells him to go back to SmackDown and tell my deadbeat dad I said hello. So, yeah, they kind of just jaw back and forth. We end up booking a match on the spot. Uh, Brawling Brutes versus Judgment Day. Just, uh, yeah, pretty standard six-man. Everyone gets their moments. Uh... Dominic tries to run away from Sheamus up the ramp, but the OC come out to block him, and uh, they get back in the ring, and Sheamus just beats the hell out of Dominic. He hits him with 20 straight clubbing blows. Oh, you counted? Chest. Yeah, well, the crowd counted. It was easy. <laughs> but uh, that could that could stop a man's heart. That many blows. If applied chest. with the proper force, I don't see why not. Yeah, I mean, Jerry Lawler, he blames Dolph Ziggler for his heart attack, and he only took, like, six elbows. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to blame the cocaine and alcohol throughout the most yeah, of his years life. years of abuse. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, Sheamus ends up hitting the brogue kick, and uh, the Brutes get the win. As they should, coming into uh, coming into this, uh, this big match for them on Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Sorry, Saturday. My bad. Yeah, John Moxley. Yeah, yeah. Me and Mox are the same man. Uh, Johnny Gargano takes on The Miz, or he's supposed to, but Miz comes out, says he can't fight, he's injured, injured himself doing a TikTok, but he's got a replacement, and uh, the giant Omos comes out. Yeah, he just tosses Johnny around, hits a big one-arm chokeslam, gets the win. Poor Johnny, what's going on with him? Johnny Gargano debuted on the main roster and then starts to suck. Two straight losses, complete yeah. 50-50 booking. Uh, I mean, I thought he was one of Triple H's boys. What's going on here? It's wild, know. eh? He's like one of the only guys that came back that hasn't yeah, been treated that well. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're just waiting for Ciampa to come back so they can reunite and get that thing going. Maybe. They also changed Gargano's theme song, which it was like a remix of it. Like, like the core elements felt still there. But yeah, the original Rebel Heart that was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad. Uh, I think Seth Rollins had an interview via satellite. Just talk. They announced that he's going to defend his title against Bobby Lashley in theory, Triple Threat. Uh, So there's that. 
But uh, in the meantime, Theory's taken on Mustafa Ali, and Ali's still got his ribs taped up. So, uh, yeah, Theory just targets those. Uh, Ali gets a couple moves in, though. A nice sunset bomb off the top rope, and then a 450 splash. But he hurts his own ribs on the landing. So Theory just fights back, hits the A-Town down to get the win. And uh, somehow he cut himself. Theory had a little little bleeding from the forehead there. Hmm. But keeping his momentum <clears throat> going. Yeah, more serious. I like it. No more selfie bullshit. Yeah, uh, no, no, more, no more what Vince McMahon thinks is cool. <laughs> Vince McMahon <laughs> yeah. thinks selfies are cool. But uh, Mustafa Ali, much like Johnny Gargano, I thought he'd, you know, he'd be getting some better booking. I mean, at least he's on TV, but he's not getting very many. Wins I mean, you can't days. book everyone, you know. You just can't. No, but uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, Bobby Lashley comes out after, talks about Austin Theory blowing his cash in, and Theory says, "I would have been the champ right now if it wasn't for you, and you couldn't get the job done at Crown Jewel, Bobby. So what's up?" And they start fighting each other. Uh, Theory hits Lashley with a chair, but Lashley just no sells it. So Theory runs off backstage. Uh, Lashley chases after him and yeah Theory just kind of grabs Ali tosses him at Lashley so Lashley beats the shit out of Ali and poor guy can't catch a break poor guy just can't catch a break even if he wanted to <laughs> he just couldn't <coughs> we'll see uh, we'll, then we we'll, had some we'll see more of that Austin Theory yeah. at least on the weekend yeah uh, then some tag action you had the Alpha Academy taking on Matt Riddle and Elias uh yeah, not crowd still not loves Ezekiel. Riddle. Not Ezekiel. Too he's bad. dead. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Thought we but, killed Elias. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the match was okay. You know, the crowd still loves Riddle. Uh, Gable hits him with a big German suplex on the apron. And then later, Gable and Otis hits a nice doomsday bulldog double team move. Uh, and then, yeah, Elias comes in, hits a cool... Rude Awakening style neck breaker. And then a bit later, he hits the drift away, tags in Riddle, hits the floating bro, gets them the win. After so, Matt Riddle uh, had a couple or had a couple weeks, or felt like at least, of a, a decline. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, it seems like this pairing is going to last for a little while until Elias probably turns on him. Yeah, until we can but, get Elias uh, over a little bit more, maybe. But yeah. the bongo thing, like the bongos thing needs to stop. Like this dude is uh, yeah, a legit. I mean, this dude is a legitimate UFC competitor, but it is funny for him to go from like the ex from that Extreme Rules match, you know, the fucking fight pit, Daniel Cormier's there, to now quickly over to this Bongos thing. Like I think part yeah. of what we liked about Riddle was that he could be silly, but then snap to serious. And uh, when you're holding the pair of shitty Bongos from the arts, I don't picture <laughs> you snapping into serious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you had him winning the main event of your pay-per-view just a couple months ago, and now he's asking people to hit his bong. Go. Because that's hilarious. Get uh, it? Well, I, uh, I wonder, yeah, oh, that's a that's a Vince carryover. I, maybe, who knows, maybe Matt Riddle's been writing his own material uh, this whole time. Yeah, I know Road Dogg's back in WWE, so maybe that's Oh, uh, so I bet, yeah, but do, you think, do you think he got hired just to... Uh, just because he's Triple H's buddy. No, I was going to say just so he could write for Matt Riddle. Uh, maybe they've never had such an over that ne never had such an over stoner character. I mean, Road Dogs and they're like, come on, Hunter. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for years. Exactly. Uh, then after that, you had Baron Corbin take on Drew McIntyre. 
Nothing too crazy in this one. Uh, Drew is ready to hit a Claymore when JBL jumps on the apron. So Corbin hits a deep six. But then Tazawa shows up uh, with a new look. Or rather, his old look. He's no longer in the ninja gear. He's got his shorts. He's got his bleach blonde hair. Uh, yeah, he just steals JBL's hat and runs off. And back in the ring, Drew hits a Claymore, gets the win. Yeah, he still wants to be in a gaggle, clearly, because he shows up, steals a hat, and runs away. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. The old, more serious, less like uh, Vince McMahon just saying, like, he likes kung fu. Yeah, he's Asian. They all know kung fu. They all know kung fu. I once uh, split a meal with Jackie Chan. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what's it take to get some steak sauce around here? But, uh, I like my A1 sushi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you had Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka all come out for a promo on War Games. And uh, they say they will decide their fifth member this Friday. They will announce it. The crowd boos them, though. They want to find out tonight. But uh, all rumors I'm hearing are is we're going to get the return of Becky Lynch, which that'll be fun. You think so? Yeah, we've that's we've, we've been heard. missing her, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Charlotte Sasha wild card is still there, but uh, yeah, I mean Becky, she was babyface when she got injured, so she can come back, join in. Yeah, why the hell not? So there we go. Where's Charlotte? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She's dealing with something. Yeah, we've really been missing not injury Charlotte. related. Uh, she'll make her time. Maybe Royal Rumble. But mm. uh, then Damage Control come out with Nikki and Rhea. And uh, we set up our main event. Asuka versus Ripley. Uh, winner gets the advantage for the War Games. So they get to come out first. And uh, this was also Rhea's first match on Raw in almost six months. Wow. Even it's though, crazy I mean, that we... she's been on television every week. She's been such a presence. But uh, I didn't even remember that she hasn't wrestled yeah i mean we did see her fight on nxt a few weeks back and she's been doing the house shows but yeah, yeah oh yeah she was, on N- she was on nxt yeah but uh yeah first raw match and she was looking great uh no ring rust nice evenly fought match here they go back and forth uh everyone else on the outside uh doing their thing and oscar gets Rhea in an arm bar but uh she manages to escape and hits the riptide gets the win so Rhea Ripley and her, and her team get the advantage coming in. Yeah, coming in. Given the heels the advantage here, of course, Rhea, Damage Control, and uh, Nikki. Nikki. Yeah. Play with <laughs> Nikki. Finally, crazy ass heel Nikki is coming back. Um, yeah, I'm sure she'll jump off the cage or do something crazy. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, it's going to be one hell of a show. It always is War Games. Um, yeah. That's good. Uh, Mike, how about we take a break? Let's do that. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Of course, we have our second half of our show, our Full Gear Followed, so you're not going to want to miss it. Back here in the second half of the podcast, folks. Thank you for sticking out through the break. Um, as we make our way you through. You people. <laughs> easy there, Don. Uh, we're making our way downtown, and uh, we made our way through our wrestling weekend. Of course, we have a lot of action to get up to, but let's cover some things over here on 
our edition of NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. How does this show kick off? Mandy Rose. Yeah. Bragging about her success. <laughs> 400 days and counting. And counting. Uh, we get it. You're no Oscar. Uh, just getting close. But uh, yeah, Gigi and JC, they say it's time for us to get those tag titles back. So uh, Team KC come out to interrupt and let's just say Mandy's still only, she's only the champ because of that Ela Dawn we saw debut and Mandy's words aren't the only phony thing about her. Ooh. Oh, uh, her tits. And then, yeah, they rush the ring, but uh, they're outnumbered. Toxic Attraction just beat them down. Stand tall. Yeah, beat them down, stand tall. We don't actually get a match. We just get a little bit of uh, drama. The first match tonight, though, that we actually do have, uh, we have Core Jade taking on Wendy Chu. Core Jade, a name that I think I have thought or felt as if they've sort of fallen off a little bit lately. Um, yeah, there, there was a lot of heat, and they were, you know, the top of their division, but now we're kind of taking on scrubs. We're nowhere near the top. Well, who are you calling a scrub? Wendy Chu? No, uh, maybe, yeah, I'm definitely not calling Wendy Chu a scrub, but I'm saying <laughs> okay. uh, Cora Jade had uh, main title uh, aspirations. Yeah, I mean, she'll still, yeah, she's still probably one of the people in line for that, but uh, yeah, Roxanne Perez seems to be the new young gun next in line for the belt I'd mm-hmm. say but uh, anyways Court J takes on Wendy Chu here and always nice to see Wendy been a little while she's she's fun and yeah they have a decent little match Cora tries to use the kendo stick but Wendy blocks it uh, but as the ref is busy taking that stick away Cora grabs Chu's cup splashes her in the eyes with the orange drink and then hits, uh, she hits a Death Rider to get the win. Death Rider! Or maybe it was a Paradigm Shift. <laughs> paradigm Shift! Oh, the Paradigm Shift! Core J with the or Paradigm Shift! Or maybe it was a Dirty shift. Deeds. Dirty uh, Deeds. Dirty They are all kind of the same, I guess, right? <laughs> it's the same move, different name. I guess you just land higher on your head. Yeah, it's all like Dirty Deeds is the bot. Dirty Deeds is like the safest. Yeah, and, Death Riders and, like the and, Japan and, land on your head, and then we move up as we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, there was a nice finisher. She didn't, Cora J doesn't really establish the finishing move much yet, so maybe this will be no. Well, sticks. it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. Like the heel turn really did a lot of shit for her. We liked the skateboard down to the ring. I shop at Hot Topic kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> but now that you're a heel that wears a bunch of makeup, I think all the, f- I don't know, it just doesn't work. It's not working for me the same way that Babyface did. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, more women's action. We had Ivy Nile taking on Kiana James, and uh, this crowd's into Ivy. They're chanting for her, but uh, yeah, Kiana's got the height advantage there. And, you know, Kiana, she's improving. She's looking pretty decent in there. And, working over the back of Ivy, but uh, Ivy goes on a roll. So Kiana tries to just walk out of the match, but Fallon Henley runs out to block her, and Kiana goes back in the ring right into a dragon sleeper from Ivy Nile, and she taps out, so Ivy gets the win. <clears throat> yeah, pretty pretty, and, uh, pretty decisively, decisively, pretty quickly. Yeah, and then afterwards, the Creed brothers come out, 
put over their pal Ivy, and then they uh, lay a challenge down to Indu Share. They want a piece of them at deadline. Deadline? When's that? When's that? Probably a few months away. A couple of weeks. Yeah. No, a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. December tenth. December tenth, huh? Something like Shit. that. Shit. Yeah, December's coming up. I mean, yeah, next week. It, this so. this month has flown by. It's been a busy month between uh, Crown Jewel, Full Gear, War Games. And just like life, you know. And life. <laughs> uh, but up next, though, we, it's time for the debut of Scripps. With a, uh, with a Y. With a Y. He comes out. It's a masked man. Cruiserweights. Uh, you may recognize the, that's Reggie under that mask. I, uh, I didn't. It took me a second. Uh, I think I, I pretty much actually, I think I got it by the the little physique. Yeah, I didn't figure it out right away. But once he started doing some of his moves, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Reggie. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, Scripps taking on Guru Raj. And, uh, yeah, Scripps just showing off that cruiserweight style. His Cirque du Soleil background, just jumping, flipping. He hits the same finisher he used to do as Reggie, that little molly go around off the top rope. Mm-hmm. Gets the win. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we. I thought we were probably done with Reggie. Uh, I guess he's back as Scripps <laughs> in... Uh, he looks like he's trying to win the shooty for best ring attire, <laughs> but he's trying too hard. You liked it? Okay. Yeah, it was definitely not the look I expected. I mean, I don't know. I, it was, uh, yeah, a bit of a weird That's look. That's exactly but, what I was uh, thinking, yeah. I thought Scripps was going to be kind of like this dark brooding character yeah i don't know what i was but, thinking but not this yeah not this but well we'll see where it goes hopefully uh schism they all come out to the ring they're seated at a table here talk about thanksgiving and uh you know true family isn't always related by blood and ava rain goes and grabs someone from the crowd to join them at the table and yeah, they just start insulting the traditions and gluttony of Thanksgiving. But this man from the audience, he's the sacrifice for a new tradition, a new holiday. And then they give him a hug, and Joe Gacy slams him through the table as a sacrifice. And the crowd chants sacrifice. This schism's getting uh -oh, over. Uh-oh, uh-oh, schism's getting over. Sacrifice. I do like that, that, that you have to have a human sacrifice, and the sacrifice is putting him through the table, because that's what we want to see. Like, the sacrifice gives us what we want. Yeah, so, hey, something's starting to catch something's, on. Something's brooding. <laughs> uh, then we had Zoe Stark taking on Sol Ruka, who's kind of becoming the new resident jobber of the women's division. Every but... every division needs a jobber, folks. Yeah, crowd seems to like her, though, and her whole little surfer chick thing. And she looks all right in there. She gets some decent offense in, but uh, misses a big drop kick off the top rope. And then Zoe hits her with a shining wizard, gets the win. And then right after, Nikita Lyons comes out and they just kind of slug it out, uh, sends Zoe packing. Yeah, Zoe Stark also on a seeming roll. Uh, but yeah, sometimes hot and cold. We think she's the one, and then she's not. And then she is, and then she's not. Yeah. I think she's going to lose to Nikita, so that's all that's going to happen. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Nikita Lyons, yeah, maybe she's the one that uh, will dethrone Mandy. I don't know. I'm still waiting for Tiffany Stratton to come back as well. Yeah. She was so cool. Uh, but then we got an NXT tag title match. Pretty deadly defending against Andre Chase and Duke Hudson. And 
Uh, Duke was the one that got this shot for Chase U, so Andre was real excited, proud of him. And this crowd's hot. They like Chase U here at the PC. And every, and every week uh, they've been liking it a little bit more and more. Yeah, I'm starting to warm up to them a bit, too. Because, hmm. uh, I mean, the crowd just makes it fun. They're cheering, they're chanting, the they're spelling out. The crowd makes everything fun. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. So, yeah, they're doing the give me a C, give me an H, all that. And Chase U's just on a roll. Andre throws one of the pretty deadly over the top ropes to the floor. But then he slams right into poor Thea Hale, the cheerleader. So Duke goes to check on his fellow student. Uh, Andre's alone, getting double teamed, but he ends up making the hot tag to Duke. He goes on a roll, tags Chase back in. They go for their double team finisher, but it gets reversed. Uh, Duke accidentally boots Andre in the face. Pretty deadly follow-up with the spilt milk. And that gives them the win. Pretty deadly retain. As they but, obviously should have. Yeah, um, like I said, though, Chase U was winning me over. This was pretty good. Winning you over, yes, but just not winning the matches where it matters. So maybe no, that's, nor should they. Nor should they. But, yeah, but at the very least, I don't hate them. Where as at first, I'm like early on. Yeah, you know what? I think I came to admire uh, Andre Chase's ability of like, hey, look, kid, you're not a good looking guy. You're <laughs> you're not big, but you're also not small. You're gonna yeah. have to rely on something. And uh, he has found whatever that is. Yeah, I mean it's working at least for this small crowd. Maybe uh, he's a now, maybe so. he's a Baron Corbin type where, like, all I all I ever hear about Baron Corbin is how safe he is to work with. <laughs> like maybe he's a Corbin type where he's so safe to work with that you would be stupid to not always have him wrestling. Yeah, for now he has he has his place here on the show. Yeah. <clears throat> but the main event of the episode, we got the North American title on the line, Wesley versus Carmelo Hayes. So pretty exciting main event here. Uh, yeah, just a hard-fought match. Two great athletes going back and forth. Crowds chanting, this is awesome. Uh, Lee hits a big hurricanrana, spiking Melo on his head. And a bit later, a massive meteora for a big near fall there. And that's when Trick Williams runs out, so Lee takes him out with a Topekin hero and then he turns around goes back to Mello he hits this awesome he does like a handspring into a backflip kick midair just cool move uh, and then he follows up with a modified Michinoku driver and gets the big win here Wesley retains fantastic as he should have yeah this guy's on a roll he's really found his groove uh, after kind of that first couple months of losing his teammates. Uh, mm -hmm. Now he's one of the top guys. I mean, winning the main event, retaining the belts. And this was but. a this was a show where the uh, the actual ch um, championship, the NXT championship, was not uh, featured at all. This was the top belt uh, of the night. That's right. Uh, but as he celebrates, Dominic Dijakovic, now known as just Dijak. Uh, shows up and hits Keith Lee with the GTH. So the big man Dijak stands tall to end the show. Dijakovic is back, folks. Fucking love it. I'm not going to call him Dijak. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's easier to write down. I mean, it is easier to write down. That is for sure. But I think Austin's off the top of it. Dijakovic. It's, you know, it's respect a legend. Yeah, that's right. I said it. A legend. <laughs> Maybe Booker T's like, I ain't saying that. I don't know what this is. Yeah, Booker. Yeah, Booker T's. Booker T decides what people's names are just because he gets. Like, what do I have to say? Yeah. Uh, Dijak. 
I'm I'm Dijak. D spelled D Y E J J A C K J A C K. But no, either way, awesome to see him back. We've missed him after that whole mishandling retribution bullshit. Yeah, it was a fantastic way uh, to end the show. Great to see him without his uh, mask. What was uh, getting without his T bar form? <laughs> and now it's just up yeah. to Mace. Mace is the last guy. Uh, yeah, that male model shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, sla- yeah, 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 sla- yeah. Maze, yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, the male model shit's really not any better than the retro. And what about, but... who, who was Slapjack? <laughs> yeah, what was it, like Shane Thorne or something? He had another yeah, maybe, name. Maybe something like that, yeah. Something like that. God. Yeah, he's he's the only one that's gone and what a mess. forgotten. What a mess. Oh, well. Uh, oh. What a mess. Let's move on. Uh, let's move on through the weekend. Of course, we have, to fall, we have to fall out from our full gear, so let's bring you some AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you Vince, better watch out, it's too sweet. We kick off the show with William Regal coming out uh, to let the fans know what's going on in his world, the Chicago local, uh, but he's here to let us know that MJF- William Regal? No, uh, sorry, like the, uh, to, 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 he came out to, oh, to the, the Chicago crowd. local. We were live in Chicago, yeah, yeah. folks. Yeah, yes, real Chicago. Yes. He's been putting on an accent for I was going to say, that's a hell of a good <laughs> um, But he's out here and tells that MJF's not going to be here tonight. Uh, but, of course, before he can explain himself. Not happy about that. Not happy about that. But, of course, uh, before he can even explain himself, John Moxley mar- marches his way down to the ring uh, to confront his mentor, that is before Brian Danielson comes down, interrupts him from uh, possibly physically assaulting William Regal. Yeah, Brian's like, please, he's got a bad neck, he's got two bleeds on his brain, don't hurt him. And he's begging him not to. And Yeah, Brian just has to talk him down. He's like, listen, Moxley, the struggles you dealt with, my dad, you went through the same thing, this is more than wrestling, and I didn't understand, the only man who could teach me was Regal, and... For the last 10 years of my dad's life, I was able to love him thanks to this man. But the crowd's chanting bullshit. And, uh, yeah, Brian says, now imagine someone teaching your daughter to love you in spite of your struggles. So save it for me because I love this man. The crowd's chanting for Moxley as he gets in Regal's face and just tells him he only wants one thing. I want you to run far away and never come back. Right now. So Regal takes his leave and walks off. As he should, but it does appear as though MJF is in bed with uh, William Regal. MJF always needing somebody. Uh, Yeah, it's always good to have allies, but uh, yeah, so Regal said that he's not here because he's filming, I guess, that that, uh, Von Von Eric Eric movie. movie. Yeah, with... with, But uh, uh, unfortunate. With Zac Efron. I mean, the big champ, the big win, I really would have liked to see him here. You know, wrestling should come first, but... Uh, Regal says he doesn't have to show up in a place like Chicago, so got some heat for that. But <laughs> yeah, we'll see him next week, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure we'll coronate his championship or his championship next week. Uh, but in terms of in-ring action, freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy comes out. He's taking on Jake Hager for that or for Orange Cassidy's putting his All-Land Championship on the line. Yeah, and we're nice to see two Americans go at it. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy on an eight-match win streak here, and uh, Hager, he spends the whole match wrestling with his stupid purple purple bucket hat on. I don't on know if you heard, but Jake Hager's hat is all elite. 
All Elite. I mean, this ends up being the story of the match. Cassidy rips the hat off. He tries to put it on. 2.0 run in. And he's using the hat like a bullfighter, making them lunge past him. And Garcia comes in. He sneaks up, grabs the hat. So Hager gets the hat back on. And the crowd chants, you look stupid. But, I mean, this was the story of the match. It was this Man, damn you know hat. What, you know what I love about... One thing I love about Jake Hager is that I can't tell... He either knows exactly what's going on or he's too stupid and has no idea what's going on. Like I think they have to know that this he's, is he's all so, for laughs. He's so funny. <laughs> he is so yeah. funny. He makes it look like he's too stupid to know what's going on. It's like he's perfectly acting out the dumb guy huh? thing. I mean, yeah. He made himself look Fantastic work. Yeah. I mean, he's so dumb that he's got Cassidy in a submission, but then... Orange takes the hat off and throws it, so Jagger breaks the hold, or Hager breaks the hold, just so he can put the hat back on. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> so dumb, but we love it. Uh, this allows Orange Cassidy to hit the orange punch, and then a Cazadora pinfall gets the one, two, three, beating Hager and the hat in a handicap match. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the first person object handicap match uh, in the history of AEW? Um, yeah. which was uh, yeah. which was incredible to see. Yeah, I mean, very few people. I mean, who could make the bucket hat look cool? I don't know. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, Cassidy wore it. I'm sure we'd love it. Yeah, I'm sure we would. AWShop.com. So, of course, after this, uh, who else comes out? But the factory come out to fuck yeah. around with, uh, with these three, of course. The factory's never too far away. Mm-hmm. But then the excitement, the light shut out. Uh, Julia Hart appears on the stage and the House of Black show up in the ring. All three men, they're here. Back in black, baby. Uh, they beat down Cassidy and the best friends, but the crowd's so happy to cheer them. They'll, they'll cheer on, on. They don't care. They'll chant welcome back. And Yeah, then they beat up the factory as well and a bunch of people just come running out. They beat up everyone. Brody King hits the Dante's Inferno to a security member on the stage. But yeah, this is great. Love him, missed them. Nice to see Malachi worked everything out, and yeah, he's back. It's also nice to see that you know, despite the the perpetual, oh, he's leaving AEW, he's not happy rules, and then the guys like you know, uh, no, that's not the case. I'm just taking some time off, and everyone's like, that's <laughs> bullshit. He's going back to Hunter, and then guess what? No, he's not. He's not going back to Hunter. Take that, yeah, Hunter. Well, he, he's under contract. He can't. He's not allowed to. Legally, he cannot. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, love it. Love to have them back. Uh, and Julia Hart was looking cool. She she can be kind of the Rhea Ripley of this group. Uh, you know, she was kind of the leader standing on the stage. Not the leader, but... Uh, yeah. Well, and that's what I presence. think, you know, part of, part of you know, not only the in-ring talent between these the, 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 the competitors, but also Julia Hart's presence was also missed, I got to say. Yeah, exactly. You spent all this time kind of repackaging her, and uh, yeah, nice to see. Can't wait for them to get in the mix for those trios titles. Yeah. Oh, they oh they will be that. They will be there for sure. They might have to wait a little bit. Yeah, that's the only thing is basically no one else is going to get a shot for the next two months. Yeah, but we're getting seven straight five star matches. Well, no, only one of them has been five stars. So. <laughs> okay. Spoilers. Uh, but before that, we got Ethan Page take on Ricky Starks in the World Title Tournament Finals. Uh, but Ricky, this poor guy is all banged up still. He's, his whole chest and shoulder is all taped up. Uh, 
So an easy target for Ethan Page, but uh, Ricky fights through it. He hits a spear. He's hurting himself, but he doesn't care. Uh, goes for a suicide dive, but Stokely Hathaway yanks Page out of the way. So the ref's not happy. He ejects Stokely, and yeah, we just go back and forth a bit longer. Ricky hits two more spears, and that gives him the biggest win of his career. He's earned a world title shot at Winter is Coming. Oh, you think you think this was his uh, his biggest career win? He was the FTW Bigger champion. Bigger than winning the FTW like title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think just winning a title shot for the world title is bigger. <laughs> that is a good point. That is a good point. And winter is coming probably in a couple weeks. I don't think it's next week's show. Maybe the one after that. Uh, yeah, but winter is coming has a pretty consistent record of being pretty damn good. Yeah, they felt like pretty big shows. We've had world title changes. We've had debuts. Sting! So, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but let's go to round two of this best of seven series for the trio's title, Death Triangle, ticking on the elite once again. Uh, yeah, let's just see them try and top that performance from Saturday. And uh, the crowd, I mean, we were in Chicago, but it was pretty split. I heard there was chance of both fuck CM Punk and fuck the elite. So kind of there were, I mean, the, the fuck CM Punk chance came out a little uh, clearer through my feed. Yeah, so, I mean, they definitely weren't uh, fully, yeah. So, I mean, fuck Punk, exactly. Even in Chicago. Fuck him. But, uh, fuck him everywhere. Yeah, so Unless he comes back, in which case I will pop huge. I'd boo him. But wow. we'll see. We will. Uh, Kenny and Phoenix, they start the match. Kenny's all pissed at Ray for resorting to using that hammer. Nails him with a V-trigger. Goes for the Terminator tope, but Phoenix catches him with a big cutter. Spiking him right on his head. And, uh, then Phoenix hits this crazy tornado, like a 720 corkscrew splash to the floor. And yeah, another hot match. Lots of big moves, dives, moonsaults to the floor. Well, I think one thing we uh, need to highlight is um, Kenny Omega biting Pac's arm. <laughs> yeah, of course, the A-Steel reference. Uh, possibly, possi possibly, uh, you know, the aforementioned brawl. Of course, uh, there was a point where the brawl I, out, the brawl, the brawl out. Of course, at one point, Nick Jackson set up, um, um, standing up on the apron, goes for the buckshot lariat, and slips and falls. Yeah, purposely falls on his ass. We all know he could do it if he wanted to. Well, that's so. not even it, Kenny Omega. Of course, he has pack. He has Pac up on his shoulders, and uh, he gives a little too sweet to Kenta. It's Paca with the GTS. <laughs> that's right. Here in Chicago, he hits the GTS, but Pac kicks out, uh, and then later on, the referee gets distracted. So Matt Jackson pulls out a hammer, looking to get some revenge, but then Penta shows up behind him, pulls out his own hammer. Nails Matt in the head. Pac makes the cover. Death Triangle get the win. They're up two to nothing. And now Pent is cheated as well. So all three men are now using hammers. <laughs> the, the hammer men. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm not giving this five stars. Yeah, of course. This one wasn't quite the five stars. <laughs> uh, but still a very good match. Still, still a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, I think we all assume it's going to go the seven. Probably. Uh, and the seventh match but, will probably be another five star. Exactly. But maybe, the, maybe the elite, they, you know, they need, they, they're fighting an uphill battle. They're down 2-0. You know, this this is no longer professional wrestling, Mike. This is sports now. Yeah. If this were the NBA, going down 3-0 is a death sentence. So, can't let that happen. 
<laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, that being said, you know, I mean, nobody had ever come back from three to one in the NBA Finals. They were it was zero and forty nine until LeBron James did it. And Mike, I think if there's anybody who I could uh, equate with LeBron James in the world of professional wrestling, I'd give that to Kenny Omega. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, three and one—that's a lot more doable. So uh, yeah, elites—they got to win the next one. Yeah, they no, they have to. They're in a must-win situation. Uh, then Renee Paquette comes out to announce, uh, as we alluded to earlier, that due to Thunder Rosa's injury, there's no timeline for return. So she's officially relinquishing the championship for the benefit of all the women in AEW. So let's bring out the new women's champion, Jamie Hayter. And then they also announced that they have retroactively made Tony's reign official as well. So thank God for that. Perfect. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, everything's worked out. Let's never do an interim title again. Yeah, never again. Please. Uh, then we got some women's uh, triple threat tag team match. Ty Mello, Anna J.A.S. versus William Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Uh, nothing too crazy, but obviously Hayter and Baker are the clear crowd favorites here. So, yeah, everyone's rooting for them. Uh, everyone has their little moments, but in the end, Jamie hits the hate maker. Britt hits the curb stomp. And that gives them the big win. Not big win, just the win. Just the win. Yeah, you know, of course, we're coronating our uh, our champ here. Um, the champ is back. Uh, and it's nice to see Britt Baker wearing someone else's shirt for once. <laughs> what, was she wearing a Jamie Hayter shirt? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it was a pink, it has, like, pink, says Jamie Hayter in, like, pink letters or whatever. And you, oh, you, I don't I know, she usually, notice, Doug, nice to see. DMD, she's the leader of her, uh, of her groups. It's nice to see her accepting the following role. Yeah, but uh, I'm I'm sure she's not going to be happy doing that for too long. It's only a matter of time until probably not split happens. Good point. Eventually, uh, the acclaimed come out. I guess yeah, they just talked about retaining their titles, hype up the crowd. Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett interrupt, and the crowd chants "TNA sucks" at Jarrett, which, which is, is probably cool. fair. <laughs> yeah. Except AJ Styles, uh, in which case, shut up. AJ Styles is the best thing yeah. ever. Yeah, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, a couple other guys. But, uh, I mean, it looks like Jeff Jarrett's sticking around. He's going to be a character on television. He's going to be a character, like that. that's for sure. Yeah. Well, let's go to this main event. Uh, Chris Jericho defending the Ring of Honor world title against Tomohiro Ishii, the New Japan legend. And, damn, this match was hard-hitting. Just nonstop. This was the, a this was a head fest. <laughs> this is strong style Brutal. at its strongest. Uh, Ishii chopping Jericho so hard his chest splits open. I've never seen that. Not even Daniel. Not even Brian Danielson's chest. Splits no, open we've seen like red. That. We've seen, but this was literally like cut open and bleeding, like spreading all over the place. And that was only like halfway through the match. They keep going, chopping the shit out of each other. There must have been over a hundred chops <laughs> between these two back and forth. I cannot I insane. cannot believe that. Yeah, I almost want to go back and count, but it was <laughs> the amount of just slaps. crazy. Yeah, the amount of chops back and forth. The crowd was loving it. This was wild. Never seen anything like it. Yeah, both of them, especially Jericho though, just completely red and bloody mess by the end of it. Uh he hits a big DDT on the apron, spiking Ishii on his head. Big spot there. Uh, later on, Ishii hits a code breaker and then a massive lariat gets a big near fall. And 
Crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Uh, finally, Jericho gets Ishii in the Lion Tamer. Forces him to tap out. Jericho retains. Great match. Uh, I mean, they're fi- finally, at least the Ring of Honor world title is starting to feel like a big deal. They're adding a... Str- with all these awesome uh, matches. Uh, well, yeah, Chris Jericho is adding a string of these incredible matches. Yeah. Uh, a rope, so. I would even say. <laughs> Yeah, he's having one of his best years of his career after uh, getting in better shape. Uh, then at the very end, Claudio comes out, nails Jericho. Uh, I guess he wants another shot at that title as he stands tall then the show. Well, yeah, because they have this pay-per-view of theirs coming up, so uh, something's got to happen. Yeah, Jericho needs a challenger, and yeah, it looks like Claudio wants to be that guy, so we'll see. He wants to be that. He wa- He is 100% that Bitch. <laughs> uh, that was all of our uh, in-ring action for the week. Uh, quick Survivor Series uh, breakdown here. We only have five matches here on the card. The Women's War Games match. Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and a still a challenger TBA. We'll probably find out about that on uh, SmackDown. Taking on Damage Control and Nikki Cross and Rhea Ripley. The TBA is the big question mark here. Yeah, I've already given my... Uh... I've yeah. heard it's going to be Becky Lynch, which, which that'll be exciting. Which would either. definitely give it the uh, the favor to the baby faces, I think. Um, next up, uh, <coughs> what about the singles match? AJ Styles taking on Finn Balor. Uh, we've seen this before at a Survivor Series a few years back, but you know now these two are the leaders of their respective factions. Judgment Day, possibly the hottest faction outside of the Bloodline. Uh, really, really looking forward to this matchup. Yeah, that'll just be a great. Just a great old wrestling match. Just a great old wrestling match. What about Seth frickin' Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory? That United States Championship's on the line. Yeah, same thing. Should just be a hot match. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Theory could take it. Saw Rollins could retain. I don't see Bobby Lashley winning is the only one thing. Uh, Seth Rollins will probably retain, as is uh, our SmackDown Pro- Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey, Shotzi. Ronda Rousey, probably. Probably. I'm super excited, though, just to see Shotzi on the pay-per-view and hopefully at least put up a decent fight. Uh, yeah, maybe even go 10 minutes would be make me happy. She could and, last that long. And the men's war games match. Brawling Brutes, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens taking on the entirety of the bloodline. Uh, Solo Sokoa's big first match on a pay-per-view. Uh, Sami Zayn's going to be the crowd favorite here, though, I think. Probably. I mean, there's so many storylines, the drama. Him and Kevin Owens, are they going to touch? Are they going to fight? Who's <laughs> going to get the win? <sighs> Who's going to get the win? I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be another incredible uh, another incredible pay-per-view uh, from Triple H. So we have one more thing here to give you uh, here on the podcast, and that's to bring you a Wrestler of the Week. With the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Mike, I'm going to go the entire presentation of it all, the entire moment, the elite. They're the reason why we're here in the first place, folks. These three (laughs) men, amongst others, 
Um, yeah, and all, they, they are the E and AEW. Uh, carry on, my wayward son. Uh, congratulations, you're the wrestle of the week. Yeah, awesome stuff. I mean, pretty much half the people on that pay per view uh, were in contention for this wrestler of the week. Uh, but I'll give it to the devil himself, MJF. The culmination. He finally got the big world title win. Great match. Uh, everyone loved it. Everyone wanted to see it. Uh, and they did it, MJF. Congratulations to MJF, Maxwell Jacob Freeman, the elite, and everybody who walked home with a victory that's this past weekend. That's all the time we have, folks. Rate, review, subscribe, shows everywhere. Um, cannot wait until uh, Survivor Series this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I really can't wait till next week's show. Yeah, it should be fun. should be fun. Uh, that's all we got uh, for you this week. And Mike, take care of yourself. All right. See you next time.